back on the rule of three on two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. The perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. Uh, I'm your host, Tim Slegel, and uh, on the other end, uh, Mr. Bent Washburn. Hello. And uh, later in the show, we are going to be talking about uh, 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 a new feature at the rule of three. Uh, uh, hope it, hope it, you will find it as interesting as we do. Uh, we also have, uh, uh, we're going to be talking about milk uh, this morning. It's, yeah, it's very... <laughs> Wholesome, refreshing milk. Or evil, yeah. evil milk. <laughs> Could be evil. It's a, it's a divisive manager. It, it is a wedge issue. <laughs> uh, we are all, but uh, the, the first topic, and the one that is uh, 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 stirring up Facebook this morning, is uh, Colin Kaepernick uh, just got hired by Nike? Yeah, and uh, he yeah. is going to be he is going to be pitching shoes. And uh, my favorite meme I have to I have to quote my favorite meme. It's going to be hack by the end of the day, but it cracks me up. Is a picture of Kaepernick says real life Al Bundy sucked <laughs> at football now sells shoes. <laughs> 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 Real life Al Bundy sucked at football now sells shoes. <laughs> and uh, apparently, apparently, there are some people that are outraged. Yeah, that of course. He, that, that, that he would pitch shoes. And yeah. uh, I, I, I have two thoughts on this. I want to hear them. Number, number one is I think it's a great move by Nike because mm-hmm. who buys $500 Nikes? Exactly. Uh, it's not yeah. the people that are outraged. That's exactly. That's the, exactly the one I thought. I thought that exactly, Tim. I, I heard someone saying on, on the sports talk radio that I listened to and here in D.C., and they're saying, I don't know. They're, someone called in. They're going to lose half their customers. And they're, no, they're not. Oh, they're just not going to. They're not going to sell as many Velcro. Yeah, uh, Velcro tie. All white <laughs> Velcro. Maybe their golf shoes might go down. They might lose some golf shoe sales. That's it. They're not. Yeah. They're not losing. In fact, they're going to make Nikes cool again when, when the kids see the older generation burning the shoes, and it is. There is, I think, a generational thing. They're like, cool. Now, now if we can just get them to get off Facebook, that'll be cool again too. <laughs> this is us old people get on stuff, and kids don't like to wear what we wear. They don't like to do what we do. You know, I think it's a it's, good move. Uh, yeah, somebody there, there. There was a thread somebody was talking about. Is they said millennials are offended by American Pie. What's gone wrong? It's, well, of course, of course, they don't like American Pie. Those are jokes that their parents laughed at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't want their stuff. It's simple, simple. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so so it's. Uh, I think it's a great move by Nike, and also I believe I believe that uh, uh, Nike stock is plummeting, which is which is again. It's a response by by the people who uh, mm-hmm. Nike, the customers that Nike doesn't want anymore, yeah. unloading yeah. their stock. So yeah. little stock tip, little stock tip from Rule of Three, uh, buy Nike. I think you are absolutely dead right. It, it'll go down, and then when those people see it shoot up, they'll go, oh, wait. <laughs> they will be so fast back on top of that stock. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. In fact, I'm going to buy some Nike stock today. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it, That's going to shoot know. back it, up. It just, oh, absolutely. 
it, it, it's uh, it, you know, it's yeah. a great, great, yeah, you great protest. You sold it at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Slick move, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. In fact, they, if they could move to Facebook, then that stock would plummet. We could just go through there and just clean out. That would be sad, I guess. But <laughs> I think you're right. That's, that's what's going to happen. The stock will come back up, and then it'll make Nikes more cool with young people. I, I really think that's how it works. Especially, especially, you know, especially in the neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, notice I called them neighborhoods. Yeah, I know you very, did. I, very I heard grandpa-like, that. very grandpa-like fashion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you sound like someone who's. You probably have a pile of Nikes burning in your yard right now. You're not fooling me. <laughs> and, and 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 in fact, I I, I mean it, it, it's even it's even beyond that. It's it, it, it's uh, in in the neighborhoods uh, these. Uh, Gang, these hoodlums. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> these, 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 uh, 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 teenage juvenile delinquents. Yes, them. Will, 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 will shoot each other over shoes. You, you think they will? I get. Well, well, I mean, that's been going on. Yeah, it's they already on. are. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. They, they are, they already are. And, and, and so this is, I mean, this is exactly. This is the population that Kaepernick appeals to. It's uh, it's you know it's it's the the anti the anti police. You know, it's, it's, it's not the just police are police are people. just police are just they don't they don't harass white people who sell crack on the street corner. Yeah, but the white people, the young white people, will still love these shoes. I mean, I think on college oh, campuses. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, once. You know, once, uh, um, yeah, once w- yeah. once they become cool in the neighborhoods again, yeah, that's, that's oh, when, absolutely. Or even when, they'll be cool on the campuses too. I think it'll hit immediately. I mean, he has so much support among young young people on campus that it, they're going to be the shoe. You're going to see Nike shirts, Nike just everything, <laughs> Nike tattoos, <laughs> Nike. <laughs> No, tramp no, stamps. No, you're right. No, you're right. The Just Nike, do it. The right. Nike tramp swoosh, stamp. The Nike swoosh. Yeah. Will be in in itself will be an a, an act of rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, genius. Uh, Which is genius to yep. to attach your 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 uh, your uh, brand to make that that thing that's actually a a form of uh, I guess con- conformity. Is what it is, but now it's rebellion. So you're conforming yeah, it, and rebelling simultaneously. Be, it's genius, yeah. It used to be an athletic shoe, but now it's uh, now it's the shoe of now it's the shoe of people that don't get to play anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which uh, the, the the Velco golf golf sneakers yeah uh, uh, were, were probably that as well. But yeah, um, it's interesting, and and it will it'll it'll make it popular with young people. I think that's what it'll do. Now how. Do are you going to burn your Nikes, or do you have any? You wouldn't. I don't think. I don't think I have a pair of Nikes. I can't remember what 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 what, uh, my last CrossFit (laughs) brand was. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have any Nikes either. I don't. I I have Brooks. Is that? Do we get money if I say I wear? (laughs) Well, Brooks, call and say don't mention our shoes, old man. I have I have odd feet. 
It's uh, uh, so 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 I I I get what's comfortable. That's just whatever. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't I don't care what the brand is. I uh, uh, just just anything that doesn't hurt my feet. I'm I'm very very happy to wear when I do my cross training. <laughs> <laughs> when you sit, what you're saying when you sit at the computer. <laughs> the the interesting thing, and I did not I did not realize this, and I probably should have looked it up because it probably ties into the story here. Is that Adidas was uh, originally the company? The Adidas company was uh, the guy who uh, founded it. Was uh, uh, made uh, shoes, athletic shoes for the Nazis. The Adidas was, really was the Nazi shoemaker. Yeah, it was we like always Adolf. come back to Nazis on this show. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, <laughs> and now Tim with a link to the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, you take those. You take those three stripes. You take those three stripes and rearrange oh, you them. You kink the right them. You just put a little kink in them. <laughs> into an S. Well, no, there'd only be there'd be two though instead of anyway. Mm. <laughs> well, no, you break the third one in half, so you have little tails on the on the other two. So now, how much is he getting? How much is Kaepernick getting for the deal? Has the money been released that he gets? Do you know? I did. I did not see. And it's uh, my my understanding, and I could be wrong on these, but off the top of my head, is he turned down fourteen point seven million with the when he when when he refused to resign with the with the Forty ers and uh-huh. then, uh, and then, and then he kind of, he kind of just kind of floated around. He thought he could get a better deal. Yeah. Uh, Denver offered him seven million, and he turned it down. And he, he turned, turned it seven. down. Yeah, hmm. and 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 that, that never came out. That, that to me is really interesting. It's it like, is. oh, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna give him a job because he's too much trouble. Well, Denver did. I didn't but know yeah. that they offered him seven million. I believe yeah, I believe yeah. Hmm. Denver offered him seven million, and he said, uh, "No, I I said no to fourteen million. You think I'm going to take seven? <laughs> that's 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 fascinating. I wonder. So so, huh. so if you follow that down, if you interpolate, hmm. I would guess that uh, that he's getting three point five from Nike. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think that you I I don't think that logic. I don't think you interpolated right. Not that there's a right way to interpolate, but I'm saying that the interpolation might be off. <laughs> it might be, but we're out of time. Okay. Back on the rule of three. Uh, in, in the next segment, in the upcoming segment, we are going to be talking about a new feature here at the rule of three that uh, that we're pretty excited about. And uh, Teaser. You're, you're, yeah. you're definitely going to want to uh, sit through this this one in its entirety, or fast forward. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fast forward this one. No, this is very important stuff. Oh no, this is this is probably the most wholesome topic we've ever covered here on Rule of Three. Uh, <laughs> and and why is it wholesome? Well, because the topic is milk. How, yeah, milk. <laughs> How could it not be wholesome? Exactly. <laughs> it's uh, uh, Bent sent me an article. 
Uh, yeah. Boy, I don't have. Do you remember what the what the source was? Oh, it it was an article out of Canada, actually. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, a former senior advisor for a Canadian trade minister has published a report that will raise some eyebrows and counter counter a common narrative surrounding Canadian dairy and the supply management system. Yeah, there you go, right there. Who isn't on board with this? <laughs> the, <laughs> the study published last week by a new Ottawa-based trade firm called. Now listen to what this is called. They'll give you a clue of what they've what they've discovered. Export Action Global. Yeah. <laughs> Global's in there. As soon as the word global's in there, like, here we go. Action Kumbaya. and Global. Yes. Here we go. Action and Global. Uh, they found Canadians don't pay more for comparable dairy products than consumers in countries with deregulated dairy industries. Yeah. Basically, what they did was they, they compared the cost of Canadian milk to U.S. milk because I guess it was a big, a big factor in uh, uh, the trade war. Oh yeah, is the, the the tariffs? Is it's the, one of the uh, issues. Is is that Canada has a, a very strictly regulated milk production system with dairies, and it's it's uh, they've been around for a long time, and they prop them up and they control the prices so much so that in Vancouver, people drive over the border, they make milk and dairy product runs from huh. Vancouver over the border into Washington State, and then back home. And they've been doing that, it for a while. Is, what is that city right on the border, Bellingham? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. It is like the entire the entire GNP of that uh, uh, or GDP of that of that of that town is people fleeing Canadian prices <laughs> of milk prices, <laughs> and then people. It's just amazing. They're making milk runs. Between the Canada and American border, there's a there's milk runs. There's it's like bootlegging, but milk. Yeah, does it have to be bootlegged? I mean, can you say what was your purpose of your visit? Milk. I don't know. Out of, out of milk. I don't, do you have anything? With, and then it's like their gas tanks full of milk, or I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know how there's, but we have milk runs being made. So anyway, what, what, what's interesting to me here? Here's what's interesting to me is that they say that the U.S. milk market is uh, uh, is deregulated. And that, that is simply not true. Milk prices have been set since the Great Depression. It, hmm. it, it's, it, if, if there is too much milk, if the, cows, if the cows just give too much milk one year, we have to dump it out. Because I didn't we, know that. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it, well, I knew it was regulated in that if you sold raw milk, we might send a bunch of federal agents over there and shut you down. Well, that's true too. We've done that is a it, lot. Is it, is yeah, it has to be pasteurized, homogenized. You yeah. can't, you can't drink it straight out of the cow. It, yeah. It's a bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could, if you kept a secret, you could do it. <laughs> I actually, I think that there's uh, there's tourist farms in uh, in, in Washington. Oh, I don't want to hear about can, those. Is that the kind of milk run it. they're making? Because I, I, I think if they are crossing the border to do that in our country, that's wrong. But, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so so yeah, so milk is highly regulated yeah. here in the United oh, States. Oh sure. So I don't need, I I don't know what they're talking about in deregulated milk. I'd love to see deregulated milk. And number two, my my other my other speculation on this is, uh, do people even really buy that much milk anymore? I, I, I we do. I mean, because I've kids, and it's a good way to get vitamin D and calcium. Well, calcium, 
and uh-huh. and fat into their sure. bodies because they won't. Well, yeah, family fa- family for how much milk you go through? We got two kids and my wife and I. A gallon, probably a gallon, and we get whole milk, and we'll do a gallon uh, a week, huh. probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So people are still buying it. I think consumption has gone down. But yeah, that's a, that's a, that's what I, that's what I was going to say is that you know is that when we when we started focusing on milk prices and and making sure that milk is distributed and the and and, and you know the Department of Agriculture wanted all kids to have milk. I I I think back then things were things were much different. I think uh, I think uh, you oh, know yeah. it was yeah. the, it was the yeah. era of canned vegetables and a, a and a pound of a pound of hamburger to feed a family of six. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So I, I think I think back then milk was a much more important staple than um, it is today. It's I now it's it, almost kind of it's still there. I mean, when you look at a oh, cold oh, sure, cereal sure. aisle, that cold cereal, all of it goes with milk. But so. half my half half the refrigerator in my grocery store is 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 no longer milk. No, it's Greek yogurt now. It's all Greek well, yogurt. Well, that's another section. <laughs> it's a milk product. It, but it's yeah, but it's it's soy milk. It's almond milk. Oh, it's, oh yeah, it, it, yeah, it, all that kind I mean, of milk. All these yeah. other, all these and you know, organic also, milk or organic these organic hormone free. Yeah. Really yeah. hard to find whipping cream and buttermilk is actually which which was what I picked up yesterday. Hmm. Strangely, took forever. <laughs> to, you know, <laughs> yeah. to, to go through it. But the the point of the article that that I sent you that I found interesting was the lie in this article. Oh, what? Back, there was a lie in the article. What? There are were you, lying. Are you telling me that Export Action Global? Yeah, they were full of crap. <laughs> the, Here's the thing, because I, I I knew about this difference in milk prices and about this poorly run milk regulation dairy regulation apparatus in Canada because I have friends in Calgary and they told me about it, and I knew about these milk runs that are being made, and then suddenly these guys come out and say, oh no no, it's the same price. Here's what they did. This data shows fluid milk prices in Canada where producers don't. Yeah, I'm sorry. The findings are largely based on government data and prices reported in Nielsen's Fresh Milk Price Report. For two seventeen, <laughs> one of my which, one of my favorite one of my favorite things to read in the morning. Nelson's fresh milk price report. Let's see what the milk's doing. Whoa, it's it's up, and Nike's down. My goodness. Okay, so this data shows fluid milk prices in Canada, where producers don't use the R small R BSD hormone, were lower than U.S. milk labeled as R BSD free. In other words, their organic milk. With this RBST hormone is a little cheaper in Canada than that same stuff here. In, a, in other words, they're, they're beating us on this uh, organic milk, this hormone-free does, milk. Does all, does all, does all uh, milk in Canada have to be BST-free? I, I don't know. I, I wonder if it all that's, is. I, I got that. I got that implicated that that's part of the reason why it's yeah. more expensive because because all Canadian milk is BST free. Yeah, and so that's that, drives that, up the that's, price. That's yeah. what they consider the regulation. Regulation yeah. has nothing to do with price. It has nothing to do with FDA requirements. It has nothing to do with any of that. Uh, the regulation they're talking about is uh, no BST in Canadian milk. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. So they take it out of there, and then they make that an industry standard. Apparently, I don't, I don't know. But my point is that an average person reading that article, if you don't go in and ferret that out, they're going to read that, and they're and now I'm going to tell them it's more expensive, and they're going to roll their eyes. Oh, you idiot! You don't know, and you know what I mean. It's I I'm so tired of this misinformation, this garbage. 
that right. gets spewed on the news like it is news. And it's it's nice lies. That's a lie that these people publish. And these are these, these are these are hippie lies. They, they, too. This, yeah, they you, rationalize you know I mean? it. Yeah. You, yeah, this you know, I guess well, this well, no, is a it's hippie the same lie. Yeah. Oh no, you can get all the protein you need from from legumes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why are you pale? Yeah, yeah. Why, why, <laughs> why are you, you thin and pale? I'm just saying you look anemic. That's all. You kind of look anemic. That's all. <laughs> you bruise easily. You look <laughs> very pale. Yeah. It's a hippie it's, lie. Yep. So anyway, there's a milk runs Canada. Canada, uh, we've got better milk system for milk here, as regulated as it despite is. its flaws, despite its flaws, despite the fact that you can go to prison for yeah. bringing a bucket of raw milk across state lines. In the U.S., uh, you could drink. It's well, it's harder to get raw milk here, isn't it? It's still regulated. Yes, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's impossible to get raw yeah. milk unless you unless you go straight to the cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that, we're going to go straight to the next session. And we're on the final segment of the Rule of Three. Uh, the uh, uh, and here here's the announcement. Here's the big announcement. I don't know why I'm making this announcement. Uh, you could uh, make it. You make it. You make the announcement. It was from 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 here on out. Uh, there will be a cartoon uh, featured with every episode of the Rule of Three. Yes, we are going to uh, use a cartoon to promote the show. Yeah, it's, uh, a little a little tie-in so that we can uh, we can we can pitch the show to the kids on Instagram and Snapchat yeah. and whatever whatever else they do. I think it's uh, going to work wonders. It's going to. I mean, if we could have gotten Kaepernick to to host, you know, to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> then it would have been better. But he's already been taken by Nike, and, so. Uh, what started this? What started this is is uh, Bent uh, drew a cartoon that I loved. I, I oh, really thank liked. You. I, I liked the cartoon. I like. I really liked the artistic nature of it. I, I I thought it was comical. I loved the fact that the the, the comical nature of the the it wasn't really the the, the 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 concept or the gag. It was actually just based on the 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 the, the drawing was was just funny to look at. And uh, it was a cartoon that Bent did. I said, "Oh man, you gotta, we gotta start, uh, you know, you gotta start drawing cartoons, and we gotta start doing segments that tie into the cartoons." And Makes sense. Uh, I, I was raving about your cartoon on Facebook, and all of a sudden, somebody popped up uh, Very somewhere, some, yeah. somewhere in cyberspace. It's uh, I don't know. He was not a friend of mine. It's a friend of mine. It's a well, Facebook friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. Still Very upset. Still. I don't know. I haven't checked. Maybe I was blocked or unfriended. I don't know. It's. A, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put the uh, if you're if you're looking at the podcast right now. I'll put the picture up. I'll put the picture up the of the actual cartoon. So yeah, you can find yeah. it really quick on the podcast. And uh, uh, the the gist of it. Uh, are you looking at the cartoon now, uh, of listener? Okay. Okay. Uh, the the gist of it is for those of you who do not have the ability to see the picture. Yeah. Um, the gist of it is. Uh, a criminal hiding as a uh, burger cashier, yeah, 
and dressed as a woman. Yeah, and then there's a policeman there getting a burger, and he has a wanted poster in his hand, and he sees the man on the wanted poster looks a lot like the woman who is now employee of the month, because it is. <laughs> so it's a policeman saying, wait, that employee of the month looks like this most wanted guy. And so it's him making eye contact with the criminal that's now dressed as a woman and is the employee of the month at Tasty Burgers. And that's all it was. It was a criminal trying to hide by dressing up as a woman. Kind of like a Tootsie, right, sure, in the movie. Sure, but, uh, uh, uh Mr. Mom, was that another one? Uh, did he in that one, Mr. Mom? I guess was I can't remember. Robin Williams dressed up as a nanny, right? Oh, no, that was, no that was uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. Doubtfire. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, it is a it is a it is a comic is a comedic uh, thing that has been that been Shakespeare for, over and over yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah. Well, they had to then. Well, yeah, so. they had to, but it was also funny. I think it was all sure. always humor in it. Yeah, true. They right. had to. Uh, Monty Python, Kids in the Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Little Britain. It's over and over, and so I maybe it's hack, maybe it is, and then this person is a, a transgender. That got angry and uh, said how what, – what did they say exactly? How said they... that – see, he said that the cartoon was transphobic. Yeah, that it, it would promote transphobia. This kind of hiding from the law is – Boy, I did not – I did not get that. And, and granted, okay, it, it's the criminal looked like a criminal with a wig and earrings. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wasn't doing his, very well. His sleeveless dress, his sleeveless dress, uh, shows off his anchor tattoo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he's not doing a very good job of of. They got got a little got a little bit five. Must be the end of the shift because he has a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, and then the guy the guy who was a woman who was I don't I didn't look into the friendship uh, status. Under not, gender, well, just call um, call him Z. I think Z said to me, "said you need to do better," and I said, "You too." As I said, you need to do better <laughs> at analyzing context. <laughs> and I want you to know, I also wrote probably about two paragraphs of ranting anger, and then Kelly, my wife Kelly, said, "You know, don't what you said. The short answer is better. Just." You yeah. too. Just just keep it short. Everybody else will handle this. You, you don't. They're they're gonna let him know that he's. Yeah, Slagle's on this. Threat, don't they? <laughs> uh, he's he'll take It'll the fire bigger. for you. He'll say something worse pretty soon. Yeah. Let let him wreck his career. Keep yeah. yours. Don't wreck yours. <laughs> You're gonna lose your transgender fans, Ben. Don't do that. But. uh it was just what it what it what, wow. it what it reminded me of is is a story. I was uh, I, I I was working a gig with Drew Michael, who 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 actually is quite famous now because he uh, he just released a HBO special where he did a comedy special with no audience. Oh, and uh, yeah, and it's uh, very groundbreaking for anyone that did not see Maria Banford's very special special. And so, who is this? Drew Michaels? Yeah, Drew Michael. Yeah, oh, okay. Michael Michaels. I don't know. Okay. Is uh, yeah, Maria Banford did a did a show, uh, a stand up special in her living room for her parents. Uh, <laughs> is... Oh yeah, that's a great. That's genius. That's so, uh, genius. So 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 Drew Michael one upped her 
by uh, doing it for nobody. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, but just I, him, him reciting his act in front of a camera. But I'd heard uh, now the other night I heard about Jared Carmichael doing this kind. Anyway, we're going on a tangent. So what were you telling well, me? You well, were on okay, the stage. So I was so 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 I was working with Drew Michael. He was mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, he he was opening, and uh, we we we're doing the we're we're doing the after show merch. And he had he had CDs. I had CDs. I go let's just you know stick them together. I find that that you know it it, it works better when 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 you have you know an entire store rather than you know us setting up at two different places. Yeah. So 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 so, so we're by the door because you 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 want to clog the exit with your merch because you know the you, the longer people wait in line, the more they think of maybe buying something. Yeah. Yeah. So so, so, so we're there. And uh, the, the one of the last people to leave the showroom was looked just like your cashier. Oh wow! Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> it was, just it was a guy that did not, and he was he he wasn't just he wasn't just in drag. He was like dressed like a cheerleader. He had he had pigtails and a, a bare midriff and a mini skirt with anklets and saddle shoes and I don't think he had pom-poms and like 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 just a color of lipstick that just that just didn't wouldn't look right on yeah. any but any complexion. Yeah. And uh, as he's leaving he goes, uh, "Thank you very much. I really enjoyed the show." <laughs> <laughs> and he goes out the door. He goes out the door and uh, and I said, "Okay, uh, what do you make of that?" I go. It's got to be one of two things. It's got to be the worst cross dresser of all time, or he lost a football bet. This <laughs> is one or the other. What did he think? <laughs> he said, "What are you talking about?" What? Yes. He... Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? I go. That uh, that guy that just left. What guy? And he didn't see. He couldn't even. It didn't. Wow. Oh, oh, please. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, please, he did not see that. <laughs> he, tell me he did not see it and have the same kind of thoughts running through his head. Yeah. No, no, what he pulled on me was the, oh. You're oh, so judgmental you're, in me. You're yeah. old, white, cisgendered, and raised with binary thinking that sophisticated young people like myself no longer recognize. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just, it was just, I just, I just turned to him and used an ex- expletive that uh, will, will not, uh, <laughs> will make us lose our family rating about? here. I'm talking and about like, oh, the guy come who on, doesn't we know. saw the same thing. You found it just as ridiculous as I did. Yeah. You just, you know, you just want to, it's just an opportunity for you to, to be better, to, to be superior. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's all it was. That's what, yeah. Oh, I didn't see anything. I saw. I just saw a woman uh, who enjoyed the show. Uh, oh well, <laughs> let me clue you into something. <laughs> That's not what you. That was there. That's not what was there. I. My thing is, I. I am told. I. As you know, I am not. Uh, I'm quite liberal on the, yes. the rights. Sure. You will vouch for me. I'm very liberal about this stuff. Absolutely, you would not have been angered by Drew Michael. You would have just said, "Oh, yeah, maybe I maybe I need to check my privilege." Uh, no, I would have told him he's what, you crazy. I would have told him he's crazy because 
It just goes too far. Like, this is what the guy said to me. I would be more than happy to give you resources so that you can understand the context of these types of rhetoric better to understand why the paranoia of men dressing as women to escape the law are transphobic. That's what he said about my cartoon. And he is nuts. He's urgent. He's crazy. He's crazy. It's almost like... He wants to send me articles. I have some articles if your you read them all. Pro, your, your choice of pronoun there, Bent, I find very uh, <laughs> much a microaggression. <laughs> Good. <laughs> if I can do a few micros, I won't do a macroaggression. Because this makes you want to do a macroaggression. I wanted to do a Facebook macro, and I didn't. I was very reasonable. But this guy, it's when the problem is, I think we have some people who are legitimately traumatized they really are and it makes them very sensitive about these issues but then somehow there's certain people who think we should all try to be as sensitive as this traumatized person was in other words we should all be unbalanced about the situation like they are instead of teaching them or helping them to overcome the trauma so that they can function in a normal am i that's where i am like you're absolutely you are absolutely correct yeah, we and, don't. Uh, is he wanted to send me articles so I could be as paranoid and and oversensitive <laughs> as him? He wanted me to take oversensitivity training, is what I'm saying. To tip we off, we need we need pharmaceutical corporations to develop a depressant. <laughs> for, for those of us who don't need antidepressants, uh, there's something wrong with us. We need to come up with a drug to make us uh, a fit yeah, in. Yeah. So that's anyway. That's I. I'm all. Yeah, I don't want to be part of the thing that traumatizes people to where they become this uh, irrational, you know. But at the same time, I want—I don't want to pander to the irrational and make it worse. I, I think that's my. And I want to talk about this for another hour, but we can't. We're out of time. That's the show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you have, please uh, follow us on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, like us on Facebook. Rule of Numeral Three podcast uh, on Facebook um, or if you want more information about me, timslegel.com or bentwashburn.com bentwashburn.com and, uh, and hopefully, hopefully uh, uh, we can get it all together for next week. See you then.